ladies, gentlemen, and podcast fans around the world, welcome back to Better Than Most Things with your hosts, Sean and Max. Hey! hey. Thank you very much, Producer Mystery. Thank, Thank you. you. My nipples leak chocolate milk. I've seen that before. That's what those stains are. I just wanted to see what you guys do if I said that. <laughs> I went blank. I was like, in my head, I was like, I could edit that out. You were so shocked. The look on your face was terrifying. <laughs> Huh, okay. I thought that the hmm. last second I was like, what could my nipples be leaking? <laughs> How to move milk. forward. Okay. Speaking yeah. of chocolate milk. Yes. <laughs> so I actually do have a story for you. It has nothing to do with my nipples or chocolate milk. Thank God. But it has something to do with diving and other shenanigans. And you guys probably already heard about this story. Diving? We? Yes. A little bit about diving. Sort oh. of. In a roundabout way. Oh, uh, see, so you, you did know about it. It's on my page I, right now. Then why didn't you do this? Because that's, that's what I said. That's why I want to start it. Because it happened uh, not too long ago, about a week ago at most, where a lobster diver named Michael Packard entered uh, the water for his second dive of the day to get some lobsters. Excuse me. His name is Captain Packard. Thank you very much. He's a sea captain. I only I didn't even one. get his first name. I was just like, Captain Packard, because it sounds like Captain Picard. So I was like, all right, I'm rolling Man, with that. this article Done. talked shit out of them. They just called him a lobster diver. diver. Oh. No, no Captain ranking at all so yes what happened well to captain packard so i knew y'all I, I knew you guys had to hear about this so long story short he was in the water looking for lobsters and he was surrounded by sand lances and stripers which are a type of fish and all of a sudden he was swallowed swallowed whole by a humpback whale dun 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 but he doesn't he wasn't necessarily swallowed right he was scooped up into its mouth technically yes but in the layman's term swallowed but so he wasn't i did some deep diving here and i was like well how deep is a lobster trap. How deep do you have to go for a lobster trap sort of shit? Uh, lobster traps are usually 3 to 15 fathoms underwater or 18 to 90 feet. Yeah, they, they're bottom feeders, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like 90 feet? That's it's not that deep. And a whale just like scoops you up in 90 feet? That's, I mean, that's a, I wouldn't want to be holding my, with no scuba gear down there. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. He definitely had scuba gear. Okay. Yeah, I know. Yeah. For sure. No, but basically this guy got swallowed by a whale. Uh, no, okay, not swallowed. Scooped. Just slightly placed in the whale's mouth, and the whale kind of savored his taste for a second. Decided he didn't like him. Gently masticated. <laughs> well, that yeah, they said uh, he said he felt like a he could feel the whale squeezing with the muscles of its mouth. But mm-hmm. the, the way whales eat, obviously they don't chew. They just they're filter feeders, so they get a bunch of stuff in their mouth, and then they squeeze it all out through their teeth, and they have a bunch of nice fish goop there. And uh, so yeah, he struggled in the in the whale's mouth, and the whale began shaking its head. And then, uh, so you could, so the captain, I guess, Captain Packer could tell that the whale did not like this. And then he estimated he was in the whale for about 30 to 40 seconds before the whale finally surfaced. And the uh, next thing he knew basically was ejected out into the water. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that, that is absolutely crazy to me. Yeah. The idea of being inside this animal's mouth and it's just 40 it's, seconds is a long time in a mouth. Yeah, while you're being tossed around by like its tongue and it's trying to figure out what it has in its mouth and it's it's trying to sort the fish out from you and like, like whoa, 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 whoa. Uh-huh. all these bubbles everywhere. You're like, oh fuck. I think one of the craziest parts about that story was the idea that he's like, yep, in his mind he's resigned to dying. He's like, yeah, this is this is how I'm gonna go. Yeah, this is it. And this thing's gonna swallow he me. Thought of his kids, and, which it's trying to do. And he thought it was actually was a shark at first, and then he they said he had like enough time to be like, oh, there's no teeth or something. Like, he thought he was followed by a great white shark. Oh, wow. That's what they thought at first. And, like, his sister was in the boat, too, and she thought the same thing at first. And then 
yeah, I imagine at that point you're willing to accept anything like, oh, this is this is a giant manta ray. And it's... <laughs> Who knows? Well, remember, it's only 40 seconds. This whole encounter, like, it's it probably, you have no time to really sit there and be like, what's happening right now? Yes. You're really just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> a bunch of bubbles and just freaking out. And like, holy shit. Well, the thing, you're panicking. His air supply is good for as long as it's there, right? Mm-hmm. He just needs to survive the moment. <sighs> Yeah, because yeah, he, he, it, it, the the whale is incapable of swallowing him. By the way, they mentioned. Oh, like, really? Yes, like he could not have been swallowed. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you're right about the whole swallowing thing. Like it just it's more kind of got a taste of him. But it, just to be clear, everyone agrees that this was an accident on the part of of the humpback whale. It was not. A, they are not aggressive animals, particularly towards human. And it was a juvenile feeding on sand lance, this type of fish. And obviously, I think it just this guy was surrounded by fish, and the animal had no clue he was doing it. And yeah. it spit him out. Yeah. So whales are your bros. I'd be if I was out in the middle of the ocean. I saw saw a whale. I think I'd still be freaked out. I'd be like, ah, ah. But I know they're like your friend, and they probably try to I don't know, not kill you at least, but maybe they'd like let me ride him and take me to the islands and crown me king or something. I don't know. But, like, <laughs> but still, like take you underground yeah, or underwater you know, to do a scene, lobster his buddies or something. But I'd still be scared as fuck. Like, something that big, i just like, what's your intentions with me? If Star Trek has taught me anything, it's that humpback whales can communicate with space satellites, and they're generally friendly. I believe it. I believe it. And so, yeah, this guy basically made out with a whale. <laughs> I think it takes two parts of that. that. That's the closest. Like, this is second base? Third base? Like, he got to a ba- He was inside this whale, bro. Uh, that's like third base. That's third base. Yeah, dude. He was inside the whale's mouth. I mean... That still is like how do you make out with a whale? That's kind of how you have to do it. Like I don't think a whale gets to get tongue out. I think you go for the blowhole at that point. Everything is done with That's... the blowhole. Is that the blowjob joke you're trying to work in? No. <laughs> no, no, no. That's coming later. I'll do that story okay. after this. As a okay. matter of fact, no blowhole. <laughs> okay. So speaking of blowholes, um, there's a new TikTok trend. Okay. That's oh, out God. there and. It is supposedly eliminating your gag reflex. How do they do that? Yay! Okay. Something we've all... You need to chug Frank's Red Hot Sauce and gargle it for hours on end. I'd say a balloon. Probably like insert a balloon in there and inflate it, unflate it, inflate it. (laughs) These are all homeopathic sort of things that you can do, man. Oh, like honey or something? Oh, yeah. No, no. It's all just touching yourself, basically. So here's what it is. Uh, the video suggests you ball up your left hand into a fist, except your thumb goes on the inside instead of outside. Ow, that just feels uncomfortable. That's not how you're supposed to punch. Oof. So, uh, exactly. So, uh, you hold that and squeeze your thumb for five seconds. And then after that, while still holding your thumb, you hold your index finger to your chin for five seconds. Then, after all that, you unclench. Pull your hands away. Using your right hand, squeeze the skin between your thumb and your index finger. Like, oh, dude, this, this is, is like not real. this is like a fucking vending machine. Like, hit the top like a code or something. Yeah, where they hack the gas station and they fill up for free. Fucking continue. This is not real. And so, of course, me doing the research, I'm like, well, this isn't real. So I did it. And then and you deep throated what? Well, I stuck a banana farther down my throat than I ever had. <laughs> At the end of the past? No, I, no. With my finger, I reached down just to see what would happen, and I got scary deep. I'm like, ooh, I, I don't like that. Like, that's weird. 
It's well, psychological. Did you, do a, did you do a control? It's psychological. I did not do a control. Oh. Do you want to do a control right now? I would say, well, that would make no sense. I have to do the whole other thing, too. Yeah, that's fine. I can repeat it. Yes, I don't want to deep throw my finger. But since you already did the one, maybe you should control <laughs> live on the air. Well, no, I got to tell you how control. it's done. Otherwise, you know. I, I heard that. I, I, like, I remember it was all with the hands for some reason. I don't know the hands and, like, you know, doing an elbow foot on your lips. Like, oh. <laughs> Just remember that. Um, no, so what this is digging up right now is it's a big trend pressure, and blah, blah, blah. Points. And it's working, but it's essentially all about the pressure points and whatnot. This oh, it's is working, supposedly. It's working. So uh, according to several studies... They talk studies? They are on to something. <laughs> no. <laughs> or, which Le- one? Legitimate okay. peer-reviewed studies. Okay, okay. Um, uh, these TikTokers are on to something. Now, uh, according to some of these studies, they're they're possibly using uh, too many techniques, like maybe the squeezing the thumb or the chin is not quite accurate. But um, according to a study published in the Journal of the American Dental Association in 2008, because obviously gagging on something is not good forefront for... to dentists. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, they found that when pressure is applied to the palm, the gag reflex moved backward further into the patient's throat. Hmm. So that's why uh, I've always done this when I'm brushing my teeth. I've heard this a long time ago. Uh, it's kind of one of the reasons I did this story is that I squeeze my thumb in my left hand and brush and my brush teeth. Brush your tongue. And, oh, I brush my tongue. I get okay. way back there. Yeah. And it, it just kind of... Because that's hard to do. Yeah. It deflects the gag reflex for a bit. Hmm. Interesting. So uh, that's one study. Here's another study. Oh. Published in the National Center some for... fucking body cheat codes or some shit. <laughs> like, I'm going to start... Sque- like, you squeeze your left nipple. Hop <laughs> on one foot. You have psychic powers for 10 seconds. It like, really it is. It makes a rush of blood go to your hypothalamus. So another study published in the National Center for Biotechnical Information. Um, That's made up. <laughs> yeah, right. When uh, they tested pr- um, acupuncture pressure points, specifically the P6 point on the bottom of the wrist. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna slice your wrist, right around there. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, if applied correctly, a thumb pressed against the point could provide some relief, but skilled acupuncture proved to be more potent right relief is sense. this still the deep throw thing or is this what it, it does something else this is still the deep throw okay, okay. Yeah, yeah 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 scientists don't fully understand i wasn't it. sure if it's still the deep throat or was another ailment that the, that was okay no these are all just different pressure points on your body that can relieve your gag reflex so next time you need to brush your teeth i don't know how often like once a once a week what are you up to once a <laughs> on a good on a good month yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so uh Scientists don't fully understand why this is a thing. It's a cheat code. It, it really is. That's what it reminds me of. It's the, it's the Konami code. It's a Sega yeah. code. Yeah, it's all of it. Zeno was right. So uh, theory on why is it has been shown that acupuncture accelerates the synthesis of serotonin, and it is likely that the serotonin mechanism takes part in the control of the gag reflex. So this is just a theory that still needs testing, but, you know... The idea, I don't know, we always talk about space and exploring the oceans and exploring the forests of the world that we've never been to mm-hmm. and whatnot. In reality, like, we, we don't know shit about our human bodies. 
I mean, yeah, we don't know anything about... Um, I don't have this topic, but didn't they say, like, the human genome was mapped or something recently? We should have done that. Dude, that was, I want to say, like, a decade ago? No, I thought it just happened. The Human Genome Project? I thought, no, that started, but I thought they, like, finished it? Maybe, maybe we should... <laughs> I, we should maybe, I thought... I thought, Maybe we shouldn't talk about shit we don't know. Like, it's not even on my top. But I remember reading it a couple times, like, oh, we just finished the human thing. Yay! And I was like, yeah, oh. that looks too intense. Interesting. I was under the impression that we finished that a long time ago, and I think like it started a long time. Prog- well, yeah, it, we started it a long time ago, and um, our timeline was like decades out. But we had gotten so efficient, computers advanced and whatnot, that uh, we were able to move up that timeline to uh, to well, great success. Sequence is like, oh, we got a grasshopper. Now we got a cockroach sequence. So yeah, can you look this up? Make sure we're not lying to the people. Oh, when was uh, the human genome? Yeah, like, has, like maybe just look up human genome and then just go to the news on Google and just send us because I swear it's happened recently. It's finally complete, right? Six days ago. Yeah. What, what does that mean? Okay, oh, sorry, wow. I'm sorry, I brought this up now. I don't know because we started the talking human about... genome project left eight percent of our DNA explored, and now for the first time, those enigmatic regions have been revealed. So I guess the human say. genome. I guess we should have talked about this. So how about yeah. hey, hey, Hoshan, you, you do this next time. <laughs> do, do this time. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so no, that's about all I got on the uh, the gag reflex. But I, I wanted to I want to tell you like it worked for me, it really did. Well, you and... didn't do the control though, so we don't know it actually worked. You probably yeah, could have taken that finger. But like you ever, I mean, you ever play with yourself? You ever just no put your finger down your throat? <laughs> no, 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 you've no. never ever put your finger down your throat. To try to make myself puke because I was too drunk. Exactly. Actually, that is. And one time when I was so sick, too. But yes. Okay. Not for fun, though. But you have a good idea of what your tolerance is, right? Where your gag reflex is. Yes. That being said, so do I. You know, I'm not just like sitting there on a Saturday night, like. (laughs) But that being said. uh, It's Tuesday. When after I did all these things that they said, I, I put my finger down my throat. To, to like a try to scary degree, and I stopped. I didn't find my gag reflex. I was like, "This is weird. This is unusual." <laughs> so you go, you're like your like your finger like disappears, but there's like a portal down there. So. <laughs> it comes out of my asshole. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it comes out the <laughs> So again, if you want to eliminate your gag reflex, uh, ball your left hand into a fist with your thumb inside. Hold that for five seconds. Then, while still holding, put your right index finger to your chin for five seconds. Press. Then release, and then using your right hand, squeeze the skin between your thumb and your index finger, and you should be good to go. It's supposed to be on your dominant hand? No, I just told you which hands to use. Left and right. And oh, maybe if you reverse this setup, maybe like the butthole. <laughs> like, uh, it could go deeper. You just shit your pants. Yeah, it just, like, or, yeah, it just it makes things out. expel out, or maybe like, so normally I can only get the fist in wrist deep. Today I was elbow and change, and like, holy man. <laughs> This shit works. Oh my Homie. god. Speaking of mouths, I have a new little topic here from Razor once again. They've uh, concocted some new gadget. Razor, and, the, the uh, video game company that makes, uh, not a video game company, they make peripherals. peripherals. Yeah, yeah. But now they're starting to do like crazy stuff and they're trying to get involved in like a lot of stuff. And this one is like, I don't know, you guys will tell me. Okay, so we have the clip pulled up. So you guys tell me if this is. Cool or whack. Uh, Whack or a snack. When the COVID-19 pandemic first hit, there was a massive global shortage of medical-grade masks. 
To meet the urgent needs during this emergency, Razor quickly responded by manufacturing high-quality, certified huh. medical-grade masks for the frontline workers. Razor masks. Today, cool. we have donated more than one million masks globally. They look like standard masks. Yeah. Yeah. But now that we're well into the RGB into this new normal, it's coming. we see the need for a face mask that is safe, social, and sustainable. Introducing Project Hazel, the world's smartest mask. Oh dear. Okie dokie. I like the clear front. The mask is classified as surgical N95 respirator, Ooh. which provides a high fluid resistance that protects against droplets and splashes. Its active ventilation brings in cool air and releases heat produced from exhaling, nice. which also prevents a buildup of CO2 in the mask. Fancy Aside gasping. from safety, we also looked how we could improve social interaction with the mask, as most designs cover the face and muffle your speech. Yes. Our smart mask has a clear, transparent design, which makes communicating easier as I others like my own mouth being covered. and pick up your facial cues. Thanks to a built-in mic and amplifier combo, our patent-pending voice sound technology ensures your speech isn't muffled even when you're masked up. Okay. The mask is waterproof and scratch resistant, making it ideal for frequent use. And because it's made of recyclable plastic, this sustainable design greatly minimizes wastage. How do you change the filters? Disposable masks. A smart mask should also be super comfortable to wear. The silicon guard sits snugly around your face to prevent air leaking in and keeps the mask itself from touching or resting on your mouth so you can talk naturally. By designing this mask to be safe, social, sustainable, comfortable and personalised, Project Hazel is our answer to what the world's smartest mask can be. Comes with a fucking case. What's the price? That's the real key. <laughs> I know! I actually like, didn't look into that. Because, yeah, like, if it's only, like, a couple bucks, I mean, why not? It's, like, it had a lot of a lot of benefits Is it even on it. sale right now, right? Well, that yeah, video I sure what that is was, actually like a... from the end of January, but I just oh, saw okay. this thing, so I'm wondering if it ever released, but, um, because what got my attention at first is, like, is this a little too, little too late for this, you know, because, like, everything's kind of easing up, but well, it is from January. Before the show. last episode, I would have said yes, but on the last episode, we featured that other mask didn't was it another razor mask that one wasn't a razor mask because that one was a kickstarter that was oh, the, that's right. the soundproof gaming mask. oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i was and talking about that today actually because i'm so loud i i bet against that one but it it reached its funding and then some and people are very interested in the gaming mask and i figured people would be over the whole mask thing but uh there is a big community out there yeah, exactly actually, it says they showcased it at e3 um, which was just last weekend. Okay. And there's, it says that they're going to ship before the end of the year. I still don't see a price here, though. Okay. I, what do you, What do you think about the clear front? Thing? I was just going to say that's the. I was about to say that's the one part I do not like. I agree. Really? Yes, I, agree. I do not like the clear. It's kind of for some reason it's like you don't need to see my mouth. Like, yeah, what do you yeah. like? You don't need to see me smiling. Oh, no way. The fuck. Like that's like I'm wearing a mask. Know. Like you don't. For, that that's the one thing that creeped me out too. I was like, man, I wish it was yeah. like black or something. Like I. Yeah. I convey a lot of uh, uh, messages with my mouth not, by not necessarily speaking. By like you, you know, you smile at somebody. Like, ah, like, oh yeah, you yeah. know, I'm I'm doing that to everybody. Ah, doing the smooch thing. Totally. That's how I say now. That's yeah. how I say hi nowadays. <laughs> right. um, no, I, I I like the idea of being able to see someone's mouth because then if I can't necessarily hear them either, I can kind of interpret interpret what they're saying. I do like seeing people's mouths when they're talking. I, I yeah. usually stare at their mouth before more than their eyes or anything because I kind of 
if I was deaf, I would be perfect at reading lips. I'm pretty good at it now. So I guess that was cool. But for me personally, I don't know. I kind of like the whole, I mean, obviously I'd rather not have a mask on, but if I'm wearing the fucking mask, it has to be clear all of a sudden. That's going to fog no matter what. I don't give a shit what they say. It's going to fog. I'm a sweaty big motherfucker. But so I, it's going to fog up. That's what I'm wondering too. Like, uh, is it double lensed? Do you have to use your own fog stuff? And the N95 uh, qualification of all this, doesn't that rely on some sort of filter filtering out toxins that are coming in? So how do you replace the filter? I am. Yeah, Mr. E. Didn't think about know. that, I did you? I wish I had those I'm still just trying to find the price. Well, I, I could be completely full of shit, Dude, too. it's going to be know. at least $200. I, I would say, yeah, around it's gonna be at least three, that. maybe. Oh, my God, freezer. It doesn't even yeah. change colors, or does it? it you know it does. Yeah, yeah okay. it totally does. Like, how fucking funny. It's like, you got to give it RGB if it's freezer. <laughs> like, look, here it shows it right here. It's, like, lit up. Yeah. Yeah, pretty funny though. I just how, thought how I was you, like, okay, like, that's my that might be a little overkill. <laughs> like, is I like it rechargeable? That. I'm sure. Yeah, it probably comes with its own charging port. I would think, and all that shit. Well, I would hope so for 200 bucks. I would hope that there's some sort of uh, quick switch for the filter cartridge, rechargeable, because like they just said, like, oh, it costs so much to do uh, to produce regular masks, and then they just get thrown away, and you know, creates waste and blah blah blah. I would hope they'd be combating that with this, so you don't have to buy another two hundred dollar mask when it runs out of juice. <laughs> like I don't know. Yeah, no, it's one and done, baby. Just yeah. throw it away when it's done. Disposable for and sure. And after this, they're gonna have like a helmet attachment to this, and pretty soon you're just like building a Boba Fett out armor out of this <laughs> shit. Like just walk around the wasteland with this. You think they're gonna they're gonna bring razor glasses? They're gonna bring Google glasses back? That'd be sick, right? Like, yeah, you just have a Boba Fett helmet. Maybe that's Mandalorian. What Google glasses needs is to team up with someone like Razor and create something form fitting and stylish instead of this stupid like nerd fucking yeah. thing in front yeah. of your face. Like, yeah, they fucked up. Yeah, they really did. It was just like this tiny lens of nothingness in front of your eye. Not very good. Not good. Not good, Google. Not good. You fucked up. Not good, Google. You probably lost a bunch of money. We're going to be broke any second now, I bet. Yeah, I thought that was fun. Yeah. It brought the gaming mask and the Razor drone thing full circle. Well, definitely like, the I ma- need to follow yeah. up on this. The mask culture has definitely, like, you know, is kind of in a fun way. Just like how it just kind of everyone wears masks now. And now that's like you see all the different designs, all the different things. It really is, like, it's kind of, kind of fun. Like, it's a, like a microcosm of. Yeah. I'm not even sure what I'm trying to say, but it is no. kind of fun to see the evolution of them. Well, agreed, and more power to them. You know, yeah. do whatever if you want to wear a mask, do whatever for you sure, want to do. For and sure. I, especially when you're sick and everything, I like that idea. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, I would have I would have bet against it, but it, it seems like it's a trend, and uh, just shows you that I, you know, I'm not a millionaire for a reason. I guess. I just thought of something though with the clear with the clear face. You wear the mask, right? When you sneeze and you cough, you don't <laughs> use the mask to sneeze and cough. Right? Yeah. The whole point is to keep it on. Yeah. So. How is that going to work? <laughs> it's going to be I grimy think you gotta, as fuck. you got to take the mask off and then use your t-shirt to clean it up. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. And like you sneeze, you go, pardon me, take it off, go, squeaky, squeaky, and then put it back on. There's probably some hit a button on the side, someone like, squeaky, squeaky, like windshield wipers. Version two. Crazy. All right, I got a quick story here. Sure. I titled it Cheese Criminal. Okay. So British police arrested a man after he posted a photo of himself holding a small block of cheese on an encrypted message app. Okay. It's one of those apps that like kind of hide your text messages or something. Exactly. I don't know. I don't, I didn't look into the app, but, uh, 
Yeah, encrypted. Mm-hmm. So the police should not have been able to spot him. So he posted a picture of himself with a block of cheese. Yeah, he posted him. He posted a picture of him, of him holding a block of cheese. I guess the picture was uh, just his hand holding the block of cheese. Oh, and they caught him from his hand and the cheese. From the hand and the cheese, because he had a tattoo, no, a ring, oh. no tattoo, the cheese brand, he was no missing ring. a finger. No, the cheese, the way it looked. No, it's one, one of a kind cheese. On cheese. Um, what's on the ground by his foot? Nope. Oh, the uh, dirt. He, he, nope. Yeah, he, there was blood on it, and he committed a murder. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's how they traced yeah, it. it had a tattoo. You said tattoo already? Yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. 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 Here's how they got <laughs> it. The picture was enough to identify him by his fingerprints. Oh, ooh, that's scary. It is. Like, it's fucking terrifying. Wow, right? wow. I mean, I guess the, it's, if it's so close up, you just see all the swirls and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you, it probably wasn't like from like a drone picture or something, but still. Wow. Yeah, no, that that freaked me out because what was the other one we were doing? Oh, the guy with the cooking show on YouTube. This is a story we brought up a couple months ago. Uh, the guy had a cooking show on YouTube and um, it only shot him from, like, you know, chest down, so you never got to see his face, but he had a distinguishing tattoo that alerted oh, authorities. Yeah, he was, like, a fugitive or something. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. He was a fugitive in one country yeah. over in Europe, and essentially the same thing here, but fingerprints. Oh, jeez. Like, they don't even need tattoos anymore. Watch your that's fingerprints. Nutty. Yeah, it really is. What kind is. of phone was it? I mean, we gotta know. Well, and that's something else I thought, too. It's like, if this image was going up to social media... Uh, it would be knocked down to compressed. like it would be t- totally compressed yes. and seventy two DPI and not worth it. You know, you probably wouldn't be able to get fingerprint data off of that. So, what was this encrypted app, and what phone did he use to take the photo? And because all of that sounds awesome as far as vi- uh, yeah. image quality. Yeah, <laughs> sending something. I mean, cops can just be taking pictures of people and stuff. Like, oh, send it to the lab. Maybe get some. You know, like CSI, get the results. I want those right now. Oh, I know. Well, it's reflecting <laughs> off of the screw in the bumper. And, exactly. Uh, there you go. It's at Joe's Steak like, Shop, and there's his. Enhance. <laughs> yeah, there's a murder weapon. Enhance it. Yeah. So uh, this guy was actually a really bad guy. Um, his name's Carl Stewart. He's 39. He was sentenced to 13 years and six months for the cheese theft or no. he did other horrible things. But he just, but because of the picture. Yeah. Nah. He yeah. did or- other horrible things. He was uh, caught. When he was caught, he pleaded guilty to conspiracy to supply cocaine, heroin, ketamine, and MDMA. Oh. So he's a drug runner. Okay. Works for some organized organization. I thought the cheese would be more involved in this story. I kept trying to... I thought he stole the cheese or was going to be part of a cheese empire. <laughs> he was like, a cheese connoisseur. I felt like the cheese... It just was a picture of the cheese. The, the prized cheese from somewhere. Yeah. I, I wanted the cheese to be like... Million in the, <laughs> I thought you were going to say like... They cross-referenced the cheese to like their store reported a cheese theft of the exact same cheese. Right. Right. The Queen's cheese. <laughs> yeah. The Queen's cheese. All right, folks, you know what time it is, right? What? Well, it's time for What's Better Than Most. It's our weekly game. Yay. It's our weekly debate game where we randomly choose two subjects. <laughs> our judge puts a spin on it, me, and then our other two contestants debate it. So, drawing these Although being the judge is the worst part. I like being a contestant. This is great. All right. The suggestion is Big Bird versus Iago. If you're not familiar, Big Bird from Sesame Street, Iago from Aladdin. Okay. okay. Think you guys can hang with that? Yes. All right. 
Well, then uh, I'm going to think of a question, and we'll be right back. And we are back. So I've thought long and hard about this, and I have a perfect question for this. I'm going to go ahead and tell you who I'm giving what to. Perfect. Max, you are Big Bird. Fuck. Mr. E, that makes you Iago. Okay. Everyone wanted Iago, right? Let's just get that out there. Yeah, right. I almost said that out there. I'm, like, I'm going to hold that. So, you know, okay. <laughs> Mr. E, you'll be going first. Fuck. And here's your question. Okay. Daffy Duck, Donald Duck, and Foghorn Leghorn are forming a street gang, and they want one of you to join. Make your case. Mr. E. One more time. Yeah, I, was, I, need, I can't. Yeah, I, need, I missed the center one. Daffy Duck, Donald Duck, and Foghorn Leghorn are forming a street gang, and they want one of you to join. Make your case. Okay. All right. Okay. Mr. How e. How long do I have? You have one minute, starting in three, two, one, oh, go. Okay. Well, where do I start? We all know Iago has been the lackey of one of the. Most famous villains of all time, Jafar. So uh, he has background in being evil. Um, he's sneaky and he's greedy more than anything. So he'd be a good asset to the street gang because he's used to stealing already. And he's used to fighting people. Uh, what else? He can speak, so it's not like they have to figure out what he's portraying. He could just tell them all their plans. Um... What else? <laughs> oh, Big Bird's already part of a street gang, so I mean, he's not even a good contestant because he's not a free agent. Uh, Yaga would be way better uh, just because of the fact that he's smaller, uh, he's more stealthy, and he's corrupt. He's used to being corrupt. <laughs> Ten seconds. And uh, he's used to being evil, and he would teach them how to be a better street bill, uh, street crew in the end of the day. All right. <laughs> good job, good job. All right, Max. Your time starts now. Well, obviously, uh, he would fit in because he's like the same size as everybody. Like, Iago's like a little tiny bird. What's he going to bring to a street gang versus Daffy Duck, Donald Duck, and Foghorn Leghorn is huge. Like, pretty much Foghorn Leghorn is the is the brawn of that thing. And then Big Bird's the other brawn. And Daffy and Donald are like kind of like the little like, yeah, get him, yeah. And they hold guns and stuff. So versus what's Iago going to do? Just like flap around and have the what's-his-face's sarcastic voice, uh, <laughs> Gilbert Gottfried's voice like type of deal. And remember, yeah, Big, Big Bird is from the street. Sesame Street. He's from the street. He lives on the street. He knows the street. He knows people on the street. He has connections from the street. The prompt is they're forming a street gang. So, obviously, they're from the fucking street. So, Big Bird knows the street, dude. He has all the knowledge. He'd actually be the guy in the chair. He's a smart guy. He's from Sesame Street. They teach kids and how to read and stuff. So, he'd be the guy in the chair like, oh, turn left here on Sesame Street. Go here. Avoid that guy. And uh, Yago's just a seconds. big pussy. He doesn't know anything about street ganging. <laughs> like, all he tried to, like, fucking... what do he do? He, like... He didn't really didn't. He didn't do anything to the and plot of done. Aladdin. He sucks. You're done. All right, Mr. E, you have a 30-second rebuttal starting now. Okay, so first of all, as a TV bird, he probably looked up to other TV birds like Big Bird, who has a show that teaches you how to be better on the street, right? So he's watched Big Bird's shit. He's learned from him. Second of all, Big Bird is gigantic <laughs> and yellow. Is that something you want in a street gang? Like, that's going to be so easily identifiable. It's not even funny. And I think the bottom line here is that Yago's gone to outlandish lengths to fulfill his greed, and he'll go to outlandish lengths to do whatever it does, whatever he needs to do to be in the street game. And you're done. Okay. All right. Max, three, two, one, go. Well, much like Big Bird, I also know the streets. So if, when I look at Iago, that guy, he just doesn't have it, dog. He just doesn't have it. He doesn't have the streets in him. He doesn't know it. He doesn't know pain. doesn't know blood. He's just 
He's gonna fold on you. He's gonna rat on you. He's, he's not gonna do big birds for life, dude. He's never turned on anyone on the Sesame Street. <laughs> he doesn't fuck with anyone. All those hoes. No one has a problem with him. Yeah, I was a big <laughs> loud house. Like asshole who's just like god shut the fuck up like you want to be around that like there's a big surprise like all the fucking time <laughs> like, hey, what's up? What's and you're spell? done we go through some of your points here um max i'll start with you i like uh that he would be the muscle he'd be another muscle on top of um foghorn leghorn yeah yeah <laughs> for sure for sure yeah iago would just flap around and talk shit the whole time that's interesting uh and the fact that big bird is from the street it carried a lot of weight there. Uh, let's, let's look at Iago here. Uh, he is the lackey of a very famous villain. So he's got background. He probably gleaned some information. That was a good point. He is sneaky. He is greedy. You know, he would fit right in with just the, kind of the, the thug mentality, I guess. Uh, he's used to stealing and fighting people. I don't know about fighting people, but yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, I like that Mr. E gave uh, Iago... He just had to highlight the fact that he could talk. <laughs> but at the end of the day, like, so Big Bird talks, Bird, and yeah. so is Donald and everybody else in this game. <laughs> <So. Hey, that's... laughs> but he did, a, he did bring up a good point that you didn't touch on, which was uh, Big Bird is not a free agent. He already belongs to a street. Well, in this, in this scenario, <laughs> he's obviously open to it in this scenario. <laughs> um, I like that you countered with uh, Big Bird would be the guy in the chair. Because he's teaching kids how to do things, and I like that a lot, because none of these guys would be a guy in a chair. Yeah. They're all adults, basically, (laughs) so he'd be the smartest one there. Um, So, I think I am going to have to award this to Big Bird, I think. (laughs) GG. Yeah, GG. I won at what cost, though. I have to be the judge next time. (laughs) I don't, some other good points here. Oh, something I wanted to dock you for, Max, actually was... Um, oh, too late. I already won. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I have it here. Dock points for Max's street knowledge. Oh. Like, that right there was like, that fucking, like... <laughs> I should subtract points for this shit. I thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, was about to, I was about to tell you mid-speech, but I had to I stop know. myself. You just have to listen. <laughs> it's the only time it's ever happened. the next 30 seconds for something else. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, yeah, otherwise, uh, good stuff. GG. GG. And uh, if you, the audience, wants, want to suggest more topics for us, please email us at betterthemostthings at gmail or hit us up on our Instagram and suggest some topics. So I want to talk about uh, a new sexy material that's coming from Australia. Ooh. It's sexy. No, I just like to say that. But uh, we, we like funky materials on this podcast. What's that one? Where the, is it Starlink or something? Starlight. Starlight is a composite material that absorbs heat. I don't know, it's been a long time, but like a hundred times better than the tiles we use on the space shuttle, which uh, is fascinating because, you know, obviously we try to use the best material to absorb heat on the space shuttle for reentry. Yes. But uh, some random dude out there discovered a new material that is a hundred times better and doesn't want to release it. And he has since died. And I think the recipe died with them or something. Yes, and it was like this, me and Sean have talked about this on-air, off-air, about like this, some dude, almost like some Tony Stark guy, maybe even a jetpack man, if you will, but like uh-huh. created some like insane material, then it's like wouldn't release it to the public, and so this, <laughs> this insane material has always been a theme of this show. So anyway, Australian researchers have created what may be one of the most thermally stable materials ever discovered. Ooh. 
what thermally stable thermally stable what materials. does that mean so what does that mean we will go into that and so it's it's either called zte material or ortho hombic ortho hombic it's not I, I don't, nearly yeah. as catchy as ZTE Starlight. materials, but way better. Yeah, Starlight, whatever. Yeah, it has Star in it. <laughs> so 90s. So this is uh, the ZTE. So it's, it's, uh, it stands for New Zero Thermal Expansion Material. And it's made of scandium, aluminum, tungsten, and oxygen. And what does that mean, thermally stable? Basically, it does not change in vol- volume at temperatures ranging from 4 to 1400 Kelvin, or negative 452 degrees up to 2059 degrees. So... Wow. When, when something's heated up, it expands, right? Okay. Yeah, this yeah, material yeah. doesn't do that. Huh. Which is good for, like, space shuttles and reentry or something like that. Well, and it does the opposite, apparently, too. When it freezes, it doesn't contract either. Exactly. Correct. It stays the same volume, huh. according to this so what, article. Like, immediately in my head, I'm like, oh, ice trays and bottles for the freezer that, like, won't shatter or stuff but i didn't <laughs> i just read the article so it goes right into like uh, aerospace design but i want you to tell me more like ice trays well this I'm, I'm sure there's a better application than <laughs> ice, ice trays, trays. <laughs> do your ice trays not make ice <laughs> like they're they keep expanding and contracting too much i wonder how flexible it is like can i bend the ice tray without cracking this material in uh, half? i wonder like, yeah if it's like a silicone material is it like a lead fucking just is it metal I'm so curious. I actually don't even know like what the composite of it like that. They just mentioned like it's the thermal, most thermally stable material and it won't contract or expand, which blew my mind and made me instantly think of Starlink, this other material Starlight. that Star Starlink can... is the Elon. Oh yeah, Elon Musk internet okay. satellites. Yeah, I must have a star part of my brain that's going to the link part. Starlight. 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 Okay. So, so what else do we know about this stuff? Okay. So well, I want to talk more about um. How things are designed currently with this uh, expanding, contracting things when things are heated. So I thought this was a cool little tidbit. So you know the SR-71 Blackbird? Uh-huh. Um, so that was designed to expand because when it hits Mach 3.4, um, it basically expands. And so what happens is when it takes off off the ground, uh, fuel is actually dripping from the thing. Because um, the fuel tanks don't fully seal until they're heated up. And when it hits like Mach or, you know... Yeah. Max, max speed, basically. And that kind of blew my mind. You seem to, you already knew this. I, I've heard about this. I've heard about the idea that it leaks oil when it's just sitting there. So, you know, they have to really prep it right before takeoff. Yeah. And like you said, it drips a bunch of bullshit and then takes off. And, and the it, heat expands it to yeah. seal the tank, seal whatever it's supposed and to be. Uh, it was specifically engineered that way because we knew that the metals we were going to use in it would expand once it reached certain temperature. And you don't want, you don't want it sealed tight on the ground because then once it expands you know you're going to put stresses on yeah. certain things that you don't want to put stress Crack, on break, at that speed something like that yeah so it's really designed to be optimal at you know Mach 3 or mm-hmm. whatever the hell it is well now this new material theory that you can almost throw out the window basically they kept saying it was like minute changes type of deal and so again what happens when you heat something up uh, basically at the um, at the molecular level, materials usually expand because an increase in temperature leads directly to an increase in the length of the atomic bonds between elements. <laughs> Sometimes it also causes atoms to rotate, resulting in more spacious structures that affect the overall volume. So again, with this stuff, they only notice only minute changes to the bonds, uh, to the position of the oxygen atoms and rotations of the atom arrangement. Basically, it didn't expand or contract with all this heat in mind. So this could be a good thing to use for vehicles that have to go through re-entry and stuff, splashdowns, all sorts of things. Maybe UFOs. 
well, though. I don't want to get that crazy. I, I mean, do they list any sort of applications for it? Do they talk about any this of one? That? They talk about like designing like the uh, ships for reentry. Yeah, exposed to oh, okay. Yeah, like aerospace stuff. Well, that's cool because I mean, like you can design this material, but it could be brittle as fuck. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the fact that they're that the article is talking about that probably suggests that it's a sturdy material that can exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. There's really any pictures about it, really. So I don't necessarily know if it's a gel or something, but it's a material. It sounds like it sounds like it's a hard, rigid material they can use to make. They 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 specifically said space shuttle reentry. I'm probably not using this for my ice tray then. Yeah. If you could afford it, why not ball out? (laughs) They mentioned it was like the zirconium. I can't remember what it was. Like something with a Z. The that was the most expensive part of this whole process. Everything else is like. Yeah, some other part, basically, but, like, the scandium, aluminum, and tungsten's available, like, everywhere, so they're trying to find other little mixtures to to make it cheaper, basically, and still viable, and they actually found this by accident, too. They were researching into their batteries, but, yeah, they found it by accident, just researching their batteries, basically, and they've made some mixture of all these elements, and it somehow worked out. They even said they didn't necessarily know why it's working so well. They kind of went into that, like... We suspect blah blah blah, but we don't know. So it sounds like they kind of just made something for batteries, and they just noticed this thing wasn't moving, and they they just started using this recipe and whatever it is, and it's making this material that doesn't expand or contract. That is super cool. That reminds me of how Silly Putty was created. How? Uh, I believe the creator was looking for a new um, type of rubber for whatever application, tire or you know, valve seal or whatever, and um, one of his recipes turned out to be silly putty and he thought it was such a novel thing and i don't remember i don't know the exact history but mm. you know eventually it turned into silly putty it, yeah. it turned into a toy and now he's a mil- the silly putty millionaire yeah the silly millionaire <laughs> the silly millionaire okay so speaking of new materials i got the uh, story here about space toilets yay hey I know uh, those. nasa will be testing their new toilet on the international space station what was wrong with the old one uh, lots of things, apparently. <laughs> Their assholes just kept getting sucked out. Yeah, you know, like a lot of them come, were coming back prolapsed, and <laughs> so yeah, it was a real big problem. Uh, no, so the old toilet on the space station was built into the wall, so if they ever experienced any sort of malfunction or plumbing issue, they'd have to essentially tear apart the wall to get at the toilet and unclog it or do whatever they needed to do. Uh, this new one is more of a self-contained unit. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's like our bathrooms. Yeah, I, I guess. You have to tear the wall out to change the toilet out. Yeah, exactly. I, <clears throat> I, I think this toilet looked uh, smaller, more looked more like a uh, like a small circular trash can, kind of one of those ones you you step on the the yeah. lever on the bottom and it lifts the lid for yeah, you. Yeah, we've all shit into those. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh, so it took six years to develop and cost twenty three million dollars. Hmm. <laughs> <And> it will be. <laughs> Can you really put a price on taking a shit? I mean, yeah, it has to work. It has to work. If it fucking, if you look at it wrong cheaper, huh? and it blows up, <laughs> yeah, you, you do it for half. Okay, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it for half. <laughs> it will be tested on the ISS for three years, and if all goes right, it will be used on the next trip to the moon in a couple years. I wonder if it's installed where the old toilet was, or is it like they get a second one now? So now they're like, yeah, oh, is this, okay. I have information. Have, oh, because I'm very curious about that. That'd be cool. I hope it's the second one. So that uh, toilet room or capsule or whatever it is was only designed for one toilet. So uh, over the past couple months, 
they have been uh, retrofitting that space to accommodate the new toilet. Oh. So now they will have two toilets in that space. No word on if they're putting a partition between the two. I was just saying, the what's, the, what's the point of that? They should have separate <laughs> set, like, just you know, hold hands while you... Hey, I'm going to take a shit. Maybe I'll yeah, give you five. I'll be in there with you. I imagine on a space station, you get real close with people. That's a little too close. You so, have to be. The smell must is, is atrocious. On a space station? Uh-huh. Fuck yeah. Atrocious. Yeah. It's like atrocious. a submarine and Comic-Con. Are so and gross. So gross. A heat wave all mixed together. It's so gross. Nasty. So uh, improvements on this toilet include a more female-friendly urinal funnel. Uh, <laughs> yes. I know. I know. I, I know what it is. I'm sitting there like I like how <laughs> there must have been a problem with that one too. It took this long to design it. That would have been like day one. Like, come on, <laughs> <laughs> right? So, a uh, slightly bigger hole for the guys. And hey, <laughs> I thought this was super interesting. Aiming is a training course for going to the International Space Station. Aiming your P guys, all of it? yeah. Obviously, we all, all aim. You know, you pee and you aim your dick at the hole and bada bing. I don't aim. You don't aim? You just close your eyes and hope for the best? Spin it. <laughs> Wherever it lands, I pee there. <laughs> by the way, he only pees in the shower. <laughs> yeah, by the way, yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, I thought that was cool. Just aiming is a training course. I'd like to know how long the course is. I, yeah. Ten I want to know, does you, do you have an instructor, like, checking off boxes? Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, you didn't... Some hard ass. <laughs> you didn't I'm shake a, more than twice? And, yeah. I've been peeing in space for 20 years, you piece of shit. See people's <laughs> dicks swung right off from that pressure. Uh, more improvements. It's simpler and less bulky, so easier to repair, like I mentioned. Uh, and then they're thinking about adding a lap bar. Because the so current like, to toilet... To watch YouTube videos? <laughs> what? On your laptop? No, like uh, so a lap the, bar. A lap bar. So they, you're weightless when you're taking a shit. So the current toilet has uh, little handholds on the sides, so you can hold yourself down while Race. you do your business. Yeah. This one proposes a lap bar of some sort. They haven't necessarily engineered that part, but it's on the drawing board. Could be a seatbelt. Could be a lap bar. I was whatever. Say something to keep you in place that way. A seatbelt. I was to hold you to the toilet, like at a, a park amusement ride. So like a bar, okay. Yeah, exactly. So that way it holds you down and frees up your hands to you know look at your cell phone YouTube, and YouTube video, Facebook yeah. and yeah, exactly. Um, astronauts are grateful for the update, but some are still questioning the necessity of storing poops in bags. So that's still the thing. What happened? Uh, I, I also found this very interesting in the early space flights of like circling the earth and going to the moon and whatnot they didn't have a toilet i you know it's fine i i, I know some about the story like there's a floating poo right there one of the original apollo ones something yes, right? yeah. yes so people shit in bags and then zipped it up and put it away for later study by scientists but like max was saying i forget which apollo mission it was yeah. and which astronauts they were but yeah. there is famous audio i think so it's like you don't hear it too often you have to look for it, right? i don't think but, it's a video but i think yeah. there's famous audio you can find of astronauts going whose is that yeah and then somebody got in the corner not mine <laughs> like, not mine either like <laughs> it's got to be somebody's who <laughs> <laughs> took a shit it's an alien shit rod <laughs> um yeah so they're also questioning the cameras in the toilets but uh <laughs> that's a that's a feature they're keeping and the and the little hand just like caressing your butt <laughs> 
<laughs> no, they don't have cameras okay. in the toilets. It'll be okay. Uh, they mentioned the idea that studies show the traditional Western toilet does not provide the optimal pooping position. So some, it doesn't. Yeah. So some astronauts are like, "Why are we still doing it this way? Especially when we're not weightless. Like the idea of sitting down doesn't matter anymore." Mm-hmm. And uh, the ideal position is a squat in which the person's thighs are pressed against their chest. And this position helps prevent uh, hemorrhoids, anal fissures, and blah, blah, blah. I think there should be a poop hose. A poop hose. that Yeah. Well, this has some sort of suction to it. It's not necessarily a hose you stick on your hole. a hose. You want a, you want a hose. And then it's a room. Because you, you, you know how everything just floats anyway. Okay. You just go into the room. And just shit, and then there's a hose there, and it just starts sucking it up, and then any, any oh. and you start, and then you yourself have to kind of hose it off, like oh, yeah, 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 that's a hose. What it sometimes be like? <laughs> sometimes it might be like, please don't. <laughs> I don't know what you, depending on what you have just shout out. <laughs> I want to live. <laughs> uh, so, but I think the hose is better. Because then you just have an area to shit in. You just kind of do your thing. And then there's the hose. You go, thump, 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 thump. And then you, you catch. Maybe it's a whole. Why are maybe, maybe you're in a hose, though? People shit are passing through. What, are you going to clean the hose? Is there a nozzle, a disposable nozzle every time? I'm assuming the hose do you actually have... shoots out to space. Do you have like a, do you have like your own like. A septic tank. No, no. I'm, I'm thinking you have your own locker with your own <laughs> hose attachment. Yeah, this is my shit. That's up to you Don't to clean. Don't touch it. And you know, like Bob's is always covered in shit because he never cleans it. You know what I mean? That no, kind of thing. it's a hose that goes directly into the lining of the ship. We've talked about the poop shield before. It is. It's. This is a theory that people have said on long space journeys with our own technology. Radiation is a big deal. So an idea is to shit into bags and layer the inside of spaceships, and that would help protect against radiation. Absolutely. That, we have that talked is, about this. Yes. So the poop hose. Just funnels that nice and sexily into the... So, I mean, the astronauts were questioning the idea of still shitting into a bag. Because, honestly, we've sent people to space for decades. And I don't know how much there is to learn from their poop after being in space. So maybe that's why these astronauts are questioning that idea. But... There must be more to it, maybe. Well... Covering it up. (laughs) (laughs) Sentient poops. You heard it here. No, so maybe they are thinking to the future with this toilet and thinking if it works on the International Space Station and then subsequently the moon mission, maybe we can use the same model on the Mars mission, in which case they will line their spaceship with poopies and block from the <laughs> That's the official, the official word. Is, I, I know everyone else is grossed out, but we can keep going, which is funny because I want to keep going because I was already sitting there thinking, like, I feel like the toilet should compress the poopies. It does. Back to the it poop. vacuum seals it. It should compress them, like, super heavy and dense, and then just eject them into the atmosphere in a certain way. And then wouldn't it burn up and then not hurt anybody? Ugh, and then maybe. maybe be a way in case, like, oh, no, we ran out of CO2 gas. Launch poopy shoot, shoot A. <laughs> and then they, they do a two, and then they kind of like the ship moves a little bit, and then they launches it in the atmosphere and it burns up beautifully, and no one's the wiser. Because I agree, why does the poop have to be there? Why does it have to be on the ship still? Like, if I took a shit, that's the one thing. It's like, can it go away magically? Why does it have to be, like you said, in, in my locker, or where is where is it being stored? No, your funnel is in your locker. And it's up to you to clean it. Because I don't want to use your nasty ass funnel. Why not? 
<laughs> multitudes of that's reasons. weird too that's more space anyway there should be like a weird sanitation station well speaking of sanitation okay. another proposed change to the international space station bathroom is eliminating 90 degree angles so oh. and making everything smooth and easier to clean right uh-huh. i thought that was pretty smart uh-huh reminds me of like uh Oh god, what is it? Uh, Lost in Space, the new Lost in Space, where everything is kind of smooth. There's not a lot of right angles in, mm. in that place. Yeah, you know, let's learn from our mistakes and make everything easier. Sure, a lot of designs just based off pre, you know, old stuff. So yeah, poop bags. I want to go back to. Um, I don't know if there's an official word uh, name for this. Kickstarter quarter. Kickstarter corner. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Kickstarter quarter burner. Okay, no, we'll work on that. But um, I want to go into another Kickstarter and see and like pitch it to you guys like sharks and see if this is something we should invest in. I failed on the okay. last one hard. Yeah, so we're gonna do it again. So I have it up right here. I'm just gonna kind of read into this. I'm gonna just pitch you what it is, and then I want you guys to kind of figure out if this is a viable concept. If you would put money toward it. So basically, this lady, would you invest in this? So a hockey dating app for the NHL fans. I'm sold. Because, as I don't know if people on the podcast know, but you know, you <laughs> I'm know a stuff. Hockey fan. Yeah, you know hockey, right? Yes. So it's basically like a Tinder for like hockey fans. Okay. And so this is the Kickstarter idea. And they have six days to go. So you need to figure out or ask if possibly they have reached their goal or not. And would you invest in this? So. So this this person said, I put together a set of requirements for an app and went out to developers. I got three quotes and information on their development process. And here I am asking for support to make it happen. And then that's kind of basically it. She goes like really into detail about how much of a fan of hockey she is. But you really have to figure out if they reach their goal. And so the goal is $28,200 okay. for a hockey dating app. Okay. <laughs> and I'll show you the video, but it's literally that lady saying, this is my idea. I think we should do this. Okay. But, she, but she said she went to – I, I didn't realize Kickstarter worked like this because usually when we do these things – that's like a nice professional video or whatever. This is just like, hey, I have an idea. I think we should do this. I've already went, uh, I've gotten quotes already. So I didn't realize apps, they, she thinks she can make an app for $28,000. So here's the real question. How much money did they make their goal? And if so, have they gone over the goal? And would you invest in this? Blah, 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 blah. I, want, I, much I have more on. questions. Okay, I can try to answer it, but I think, yeah. Uh, so this is, a, this is an app for hockey players or is this an app for hockey enthusiasts? enthusiasts fans if you're a hockey oh, okay, fan it's okay. almost like like a farmer app like oh i want to be farmers this is for hockey fans okay so that's what you go in there for hockey fans Oof. yeah <laughs> mr e is into hockey so this sounds like something he might be interested in which is why i chose this one because i've usually all the other ones were like devices this is kind of more of a concept i've seen dating apps for weirder shit so yeah. they've made their goal would i invest in it no i'd probably use it though i'd try it but I don't know if I'd invest to get it off the ground. Yeah, it's going to be no for me, Doug. You think they have not made their goal? I don't think they have made their goal, and uh, I don't think it's a good use of time. But, <laughs> hey, you know, I was wrong last time. Well, I'm going to tell you now. They have officially not made their goal. Uh-huh. They are not the father. I usually do ones, and they always make their goal. So I try to do one, they didn't make their goal. As of now, they've made only $1. Oh, my no God. Shit. And they have 
three days, six, day, six, six days, days to go. So I mean, <laughs> oh, so by the time God. this airs, was, they yeah. will have two days. So honestly, I was hoping you'd hear it. If you guys are really interested, go to Kickstarter, go to the hockey dating app for NHL fans. I didn't realize that was hard to say until right now. Nahashish, I know. NHL. I want to say hockey. God, that's way easier to say. I mean, I mean, that's it. I was wondering if you guys would invest because I know you're so into hockey. No. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'd invest in that. Like I said, I'd probably try it, but if it costs money, no, I wouldn't. I my mean, takeaway is $28,000 for an app. That's her quote. I believe it simply because of the development time to get someone to... It's it's custom crafted. You know what I mean? You're not going to start with uh, a, a template online and then build on top of it like a website or anything. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, you have to pay hosting fees. And if it goes well, your hosting fees are going to go up because of the traffic. I don't, you know, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm supposing here, but uh, yeah. So twenty eight thousand, I, I don't think that's a bad because you got a little bit of runway there too with your hosting fees. I you had to have some type of infrastructure to do a Kickstarter. I didn't realize that because because all the other ones I've done is usually some sort of like prototype, some sort of video. And this lady was just like, "Hey, I like I like hockey, and I think there should be a dating app." So I looked into let's fucking do, like. It's almost like she's just the first one to do it. It's like well, that's why you don't see those. That, she's made one dollar. So I was gonna say that's why it doesn't work <laughs> exactly. Because yeah. I was like, can I just go out there? Like, hey, there should be a I don't know something like a beer glass that you can date with. Well, fifty thousand. I mean, I, don't know. I mean, <laughs> give me the money. I guess we'll I do guess. it. I mean, I, we'll just do it. Like, like so. I thought they had to have like some ideas, so it kind of broadened my horizons of. I usually show you the positive ones, so I'm trying to trick you. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah. All right. Well, I got a little something something here. It's a short story, but it's about a thrift shop painting. Have you heard about this? No. Okay. <laughs> so a painting bought at a Canadian thrift store was identified as being painted as David, or excuse me. David Bowie? By oh. David Bowie. Oh, oh, oh. I don't know why. The way he said David made me think he was going to say Bowie, and it was true. <laughs> um, it's been verified by experts, and it was painted in 1997. By David Bowie. By David Bowie. And this person bought it at the thrift store for four dollars and nine cents. Wow! I hope they make their money back. And now it'll be auctioned off. Here, let me tell you the title too. It's a. Uh, it's called D Head XLV One or Forty Six. I love that painting. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Thank God I, they found it. I have a picture of it right here, and I'll I'll put this up on the uh, on the Instagram for you folks. Why are you showing me a picture of a dick? Okay. <laughs> if I do it once, I'm going to do it a million times. You know that. Oh, I'm sick of this joke. It's going to be auctioned off by Cowley Abbott's International Online Auction, if you're interested. And it's expected to fetch dot, dot, dot. How much do you think? Max, let's start with you. What do you think? How much will this David Bowie 1997 undiscovered painting go for at auction? One hundred and eighty-five thousand dollars, Bob. Okay. Hmm. I'm gonna say eighty thousand dollars. All right. All right. So it is expected to fetch far less than either of you. Damn it! <laughs> we, let's do it again. Let's do it again. Three hundred dollars, Bob. <laughs> yeah, one dollar. Okay. 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 Uh, Still too low. Give us. Give me another hand. Twenty-five thousand. Okay, twenty five thousand, uh, mystery. Seventy five hundred. Seventy five hundred. I feel like it should be a little expensive. Yeah, I'm like, okay, anyway. Here's... All right, Mister E is closer. Okay. Ah, oh, you tricked us. Uh, they're expecting it to fetch between nine thousand and twelve thousand dollars. Okay. Okay. 
And you saw the painting. There's like, there's nothing there. It's yeah, very, it's very minimalistic. Yeah, expressionist, yeah. abstract. Yes. A lot of just blurred line, no lines at all. Actually, yeah. it was a woman's face. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Who knows what it was? I think so. Just a red and blue blob. I but was, uh, I thought David it was a Bowie. bald man. <laughs> David Bowie. Does it say David? Does it say David Bowie on it? No. Otherwise, I'm sure it would have been identified long before it made it to the like, shop. There's a picture next to a painting or something. They discovered. I don't know. They did they some work. <laughs> they did some work. Magic. They just discovered. <laughs> I've done some digging. I bought a uh, painting at a, God, I don't know, like a uh, like a gypsy f- fucking gathering okay. on my way back from Yosemite uh, yeah, one like year. <laughs> and uh, I love it. It hangs in our bathroom because Broomhilda doesn't like it. But <laughs> I'm I'm so curious as to who painted this thing. But uh, David Bowie. I've done a little diving and I've never found anything. So it, just the idea that these people, whoever bought it for $4.09 at a thrift shop, they had an eye for art or blurry lines, yeah. one of the two, and then got it checked out. I know exactly. That's the one thing too. Like you can buy it for one thing, but then shouldn't it be in the bathroom somewhere, not like appraised or whatever with half to it? And maybe they knew. Maybe they're like uh, like the American Pickers or something, and they knew what the value of that piece of trash was like, oh. versus the person who owns the piece of trash. Like, yeah, get this out of my house for I would a dollar. Pay ten dollars for that, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna turn around and sell it for hundreds. I <laughs> got you. Yeah, so uh, I think they made their money back, and good for them. Good for David Bowie. Yeah. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for joining us, and uh, be sure to tune in next time when Max will tell you about that time he went to Raging Waters and his bikini fell off. Hey, thanks for joining us on Better Than Most Things. Keep in mind that we are enthusiasts, not experts. If you want to know more about the topics we discuss, we encourage you to research them yourself and let us know if we missed anything. Submit your questions or interesting topics to our Discord. For all the latest updates, subscribe to our Twitter and Instagram, both at BTMT underscore podcast. And please rate and subscribe on your podcast app.